When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to The Playlist Podcast, a weekly discussion of films and TV. I'm your host, Charles Barfield, Managing Editor of The Playlist. And for this episode, I'm joined by my regular co-hosts, Mike D'Angelo and Brian Farver. Are you guys ready to answer the age-old question, what's the deal with James Gunn's superheroes and daddy issues? <laughs> Are you ready to answer the question, do you really want to, do you really want to taste it? <laughs> <laughs> Just going to ask. Nice. Yeah. yeah. We'll um, get it later, audience. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's your Back to the Future. You yeah. may not like it, but your kids, your kids will love are it. Gonna love it. <laughs> um, that's right, boys and girls. We're here to talk about the most talked about HBO Max project of all time, Peacemaker. <laughs> uh, it? it has to be right. Zack Snyder's Justice League, bro. Oh God! <laughs> I, got I had successfully started 2022 without thinking of it, <laughs> and you've ruined my 2022 and, already. And we're back. <laughs> yep. Uh, written and mostly directed by James Gunn, Peacemaker is a spinoff of the filmmaker's 2021 film, The Suicide Squad. This time, instead of focusing on a group of C-list superhero misfits trying to save the world using whatever means necessary, the new TV show focuses well on a group of C-list superhero misfits trying to save the world using whatever means necessary. But this time it's led by Peacemaker. So you see, it's totally different. And this is not to be confused by James Gunn's Guardians of the Galaxy, which is about a bunch of C-list superhero misfits trying to save the galaxy, but they don't kill or swear near, nearly as much. So again, completely different. Totally yeah, different. They don't have the R rating. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, in case we're talking Peacemaker, and in case you're concerned, we're going to keep things spoiler free. Um, we've been lucky enough to be given basically the entire season to watch, but we're not going to ruin your fun. So we're just going to do our best to keep the keep it to the basics while telling you our opinion um, and not spoiling what happens. You know, Broad like strokes, folks. You know, when when Peacemaker dies at the end of the first episode, it's crazy. Yeah. Big twist. Really quick. You say the word lucky. Like we're privileged to be able to do in these episodes. Come on now, come on, <laughs> Brian. We're gonna have fun. Just hold yeah, on. we're gonna have a great time. <laughs> yep. Uh, but before we get to the latest DCEU offering, I got to tell you the Playlist Podcast is part of the Playlist Podcast Network, which includes Be Real, The Fourth Wall, Deep Focus, The Discourse, and RIP Yellowstoners, and more. Oh, it's if still going, brother. Okay, okay, still going. All right. Uh, if we just is it going to be the 1883ers? No, we're just going to oh. keep it as Yellowstone Yellowstoners because you know, same same. Yeah, same same. Yeah, but if you want to find us, check your podcast app of choice: Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, Anchor, Stitcher, anywhere else you find your favorite shows. Okay, so let's just dive right into it. Typically, I would throw it to you guys first before giving my opinion, but I'd like to ask your permission to allow me to go first when talking about Peacemaker, because as I told you guys offline, I have some serious thoughts. Yeah, so is that Charlie's okay? He's got some thoughts. He's got I to do. get off his old chesty Westy here. <laughs> as I call it, I've been known to call it my chesty West. That's what he, yes. that's what he always refers to it as. Yeah. Um, so basically 
without burying the lead, I have to admit that I think Peacemaker is pretty bad. Like it's C minus D plus territory. Yeah. Um, And I think I've, I know why I've soured on this show and why I think I'm starting to reconsider my opinion on James Gunn's entire superhero line of work um, in total. And uh, basically all my fears after the suicide squad are true. James Gunn is running out of steam and the joke is wearing thin. Um, And I know that might seem like a hot take, but I think what it is, it boils down to the formula. Um, James Gunn has a formula and it's cool in a two hour thing, but over the course of seven of the eight episodes that we got to watch, it's, it's rough. So the formula as it stands is you take a silly superhero that no one has a deep affection for treated exactly like the comics with the look and the powers, then make it a joke that everyone calls ridiculous. And then when you can't make fun of it anymore, try to inject some heart with a dad issue or something and attempt to make people love them and give them redemption. That's James Gunn superhero movies, right? Yeah. Yep. You got it. Okay. So on a macro level, he did this with the guardians movies. He did it with the suicide squad and now he's done it with peacemaker, but with the previous films we're only given two hours and then we're done. But over the course of eight hours, you start to see the seams and the cracks and it, it wears thin really quickly. And I think what it comes down to for me is the humor of the show is terrible. Um, I left once during the first seven episodes and I can't even tell you why, because it's a spoiler point, but it does involve <laughs> vigilante um, and it doesn't even feature Peacemaker at all. And that's my only like giggle in all seven hours. So I think what it is, is the humor of James Gunn shows become so obvious that you start to guess the punchlines before they happen. It's like listening to a pop song played over and over again, you know, like Vertical Horizon, as hey, uh, we were discussing before. The Vertical Horizon out of this. <laughs> it's, it's very, his writing's very sing-songy, and uh, it's, okay, so here's the dialogue. I'll give you an example. Two people yell at each other. One person in yelling at them says something silly or uses a strange word. The other point person points out how ridiculous that word is. Insert laughs, rinse and repeat. Same joke over and over. You got you forgot the soundtrack. Say what? You forgot the soundtrack. Oh, and then needle drop. Needle drop. Yep. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, so the jokes don't land at all. And so without the humor, you're left with everything else. The characters, the plot, the heart, all that. Unfortunately, the plot's like non-existent, super thin, terrible. Um, this is supposed to be a character study about Peacemaker with a bit of a redemption arc. Um, but Peacemaker and these characters are completely unlikable. Um, most of the acting is, is bad. Um, the moments you're supposed to feel for these characters, empathize with them, feel like you want them to succeed and not die. Um, that just doesn't work for me because the characters are weak and or the acting is bad. And John the Cena. Acting. Huh? Acting. The yeah. acting. Is that bad acting? Acting. Yeah. Acting is bad. <laughs> <laughs> and John Cena, he can't sell you on the emotion at all. And my final point is uh, the music. The music in a James Gunn movie or TV show is supposed to be kind of the coolest part, right? Like you're, oh man, that, that needle drop was so cool. I remember that, blah, blah, blah. No, <laughs> this, the music in this is bad, objectively bad. Um, you watch the trailers and you think he's going to mine the very best glam rock of the 70s and 80s. You're hoping for Motley Crue, Poison, stuff like that. No. Most of the needle drops are more modern and they're glam rock covers of classic songs. There's even uh, a glam rock cover of a One Direction song. Um, and and the theme song, which Mike talked about, Do You Want to Taste really It? Wanna, do you really want 
Nice dad. Oh, dad, either way, either it's, way, it's going to get in your head. It's an earworm for sure, but not the good kind. The kind that makes you want to like blow your brains out. Who is it's, that? Is that Billy Squire? Who does no, that? No, no, it's called Wigwam. It's from Wigwam? 2010. Yep. Wow. Exactly. That's the problem. That is the problem. You think it's a song from the 80s, but it's not. It's not. Why does it's, it matter that it's not from the 80s? It, because it, it just doesn't fit. It doesn't fit. It I fits. Think it does. If the vibe is this is supposed to be a show about, you know, he talks about Hanoi rocks, right? There's yeah. a whole thing about Hanoi rocks. Yeah. That's a deep cut. He he talks, he, he looks at albums from Poison and Motley Crue. He does a ballad at some point, a couple points mm-hmm. in the movie, in the show. But all of that is then surrounded by hokey, cringy needle drops of like much more modern shit that but is so on the nose. Peacemaker is a douchebag. Is it though? Everything in the song or in the, the, the show is through that douchebag lens. So a lot of this stuff that you're picking out is purposely douchebaggish. Okay. We're going to get on the terrible. malignant train here because I don't <laughs> see it as purposeful. I see it as just bad. Okay, um, all right. So, so to sum up my feelings, I would rank this if you're if you're still listening after this, barely a tick above the CW shows in terms of wow. filmmaking and writing, wow. just with more gur, gore and and curse words. Oh, sure. Um, <laughs> I, I I have a lot more to say, and I'll just let you guys talk because I've been dominating here. But <laughs> I didn't like the show at all. And if there is one good thing to say about the show, it's Freddie Stroma's Vigilante. Um, But even that starts to wear thin by the end of the season. Um, But yeah, I just, I I honestly do think that this is, this is just bad. (laughs) So Mike, yeah, what do you think? Uh, I'm not on that page. I, I think it was a worthwhile watch. I'm not saying it's like a James Gunn masterpiece or anything like that. And I do see your points are of him having a formula. Uh, that is very, very true. And it is very, very present in this show. But your enjoyment of the show is very dependent on one, your enjoyment of James Gunn. Duh. It's a James Gunn show. And the real litmus, litmus test that I've kind of noticed or I'm theorizing about is your enjoyment of the opening credit sequence featuring that wigwam song. <laughs> like it I, I 100% agree episode. with you. Yes, because it is really the show condensed into a tiny 30 second dance sequence. Like it feels absurd. like eight minutes. Yes. I got to say. Yes. It's absurd. It's stupid. It's flashy. It's over the top. The music is on the nose and decidedly uncool on purpose. And the sequence is overall like imperfectly executed and performed but there's kind of this undeniable charm to it at least for me so i i found charm in it obviously you didn't you thought it was very cringy and you didn't find something redeemable but that's the show overall like it's not the best thing dc has ever done like some comic book specific outlets have said and it's not absolute trash like you're saying i don't think at least um but as long as you're willing to, to like watch a show that's inherently meant to redeem someone who was seemingly irredeemable by the end of the suicide squad, which I don't mind that. I like that. No one is ever too far gone to relate to if you're just, you know, see things from their perspective <clears throat> perspective. But like I said, it's, it's sloppy. It's dumb. It's over the top. It's unnecessary, but there's kind of charm in there. I think John Cena is good as this character. I really liked him in the suicide squad and I like him in this. I think he's, kind of i don't i don't made for a character it's this one 
I don't think he's bad as this character. I just don't think he can do what James Gunn needs him to do in this show. That's all. Yeah, I, I think it works. Um, and I like that he's taking a guy who's blindly followed these big authority figures in the name of patriotism or whatever you want to call it. And, he, and it shows you why that lens might be askew. It shows you how we might be able to grow beyond those blind loyalties. And it's definitely not, like I said, James Gunn's best work, he, but it has his fingerprints all over it. And like I said, I think John Cena works as the character. I think Freddie Strom is really great. Jennifer Holland, who is James Gunn's lady, I wasn't sold on her in the the Suicide Squad movie, but I think she Please earns don't. a place here. Please I think don't. she does. Please I don't. I think she actually comes Mike, around to it. At, I like at, you as a end. person. I, I consider think you my she friend. Works in the show better than the movie. Budget Black um, Widow does not work in the show. Budget Black Widow. <laughs> yeah. She is, but, she is not good. Yeah. I mean, I think she's all right, but I, I, I was on the fence at the beginning of the show, but by the end I came around, but either way, if you like James Gunn shtick and it's not wearing thin to you, like I, I don't think it's totally, you know, wrung out quite yet. As long as he keeps being creative with it. Um, it's not going to necessarily redeem or change minds as far as people who were like DC is crap or DC is the best. It's probably going to be whoever thinks DC is really great is probably going to be on board for this. And whoever thinks it's crap isn't not, they're not going to change their minds, but it's also not the suicide squad. Like I just rewatched that and that has a lot more colors in the rainbow there because this yeah. is just one of those colors. So mm-hmm. it feels a bit more one note than the suicide squad, but overall, like I like John Cena. I like Freddie Stroma. I, th- I think the the story overall is is worth watching. I didn't really butt up against anything where I was like, that is freaking awful. And I hate everything about it. Like the music, I think, is, yes, on the nose and very douchebaggish, but it's very in keeping with the character. So uh, I'm not really opposed to where it's at right now. Okay. Brian, yeah. thoughts? Oh, before Brian, I'm sorry. I just want to mm-hmm. clear up. I don't hate James Gunn movies. I actually like yeah, Super quite a bit. He I actually it. enjoy the first Guardians quite a bit. The second one, not as much. And if you listen to the podcast for the Suicide Squad, I did enjoy, like I came out positive on that too. So this is more of an eye-opening experience than, than anything for me. But uh, Brian, your thoughts? Well, first and foremost, I'm looking at James, or not James Gunn, uh, John Cena's filmography right now. I don't think I like John Cena very much. <laughs> I really don't. Blockers um, is fun. Blockers is funny. Yeah. I, and he's I really good in, that uh, one, admittedly. Amy Schumer's um, movie. Uh, whatever. Oh, he has a train. I was a train, train spotting. spotting. <laughs> is it train spotting? No. Train wreck. Train wreck. <laughs> no, he has like 10 minutes in train wreck. It's he like does. hardly really a character. Funny. Yeah. It's whatever. He um, shows his butt. See, okay. Actually, That's his go to. Really good. Um, <laughs> good segue there because i i think he does have capability to be to be funny there are little moments that i would catch like just tiny little nuggets where like he's ordering the zoodles at the um in the first episode i think <laughs> yeah um just a little he, he reacted kind of funny to the waitress little things like that that would happen every once in a blue moon um i i can't describe what this style of humor is but it it somehow worked. Um, other than that, I I just found this character. I, I'm finding this character to be more, more and more dull. Um, I was really I went to Suicide Squad thinking that he's going to be 
the star of the show. I remember after we talked to uh, Joel Kinnaman, he, he talked up Cena. I was looking forward to it and I found him, you know, fine, but certainly not worthy of, of his own show. And, and now I see why, I mean, everything you said, Charles is I, I could not agree with more. And yeah, Mike, I, I agree with a lot of what you've said too. I'm kind of, I guess maybe a little in the middle, but leaning more toward, I just didn't, didn't have the best experience with this. Some of those episodes were almost like, I don't know, really tough to get through if for no other reason than to wonder where are we going with this? Like, <laughs> I, I, I can always appreciate a good spinoff. I can always appreciate a good, you know, side character being pushed to the forefront, but that side character needs to be so ultra compelling. And this just seems like a more, a more roided up Michael Scott than anything else. Yeah. You no. know, the, yeah. I seriously, like I, 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 the, the needle drops, I was expecting that, but yeah, I was not expecting them to be, to be what they were i kept like hoping for like just give me a kickstart my heart this scene was yeah. really, you know th- this scene it, like i could picture a number of moments for like okay this is this is going to be it we're going to get the song that everybody knows and it's going to be awesome and and no we didn't get that some of them did work pretty well i actually didn't mind the pumped up kicks cover what, during the credits that one episode mm-hmm. um but other than that it just i don't know it felt like it felt like a pilot that James Gunn made for fun. Like just for this funsies. is something that I'll I'll include as a bonus on the Suicide Squad Blu-ray. You know, like it just we did not need this many episodes of focusing on Peacemaker. I, I still can't understand why they made this. I don't understand why they made it. <laughs> because James Gunn wanted to. That's I yeah. know. And here's the thing: like, I'm not saying that Peacemaker is anything special here because i still i wouldn't have wanted um spinoffs of most of those characters you know I, I i can't think of honestly other than maybe maybe harley quinn who already kind of got her own spinoff i wouldn't want a spinoff with with really any of the other suicide squad characters either and, oh polka dot man i would love to see a polka dot man show. okay that could be kind of interesting that could be okay but i i, I really did enjoy the suicide squad movie but but yeah i just I, I, I just don't, I don't know. I don't know what he saw in this character and I don't, uh, and it's, I don't, it's, I, this is one of those situations. I think I've mentioned this before where it's, it's causing me to rethink the, the career of a certain, of a, of a director. And yeah. I've said this before about See, other directors. I don't think, I don't think it changes the work that he's done. I think Guardians. Is it, doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't change it. It doesn't change it in the fact that like those movies are still enjoyable. It just makes me reconsider them in total. Like I, I reconsider like maybe the jokes, like if I were to go back and watch guardians now, I might just see the formula, you know? And that's a bummer. I didn't. I, and I think he's able to hide it in two hours. Like I said, but all these episodes, yeah. man, you see it over and over and over again. It's just, it's like mind numbing. The, the yes. jokes, I, was, I wasn't kidding. I was literally predicting the, the jokes. A character would say something, I'd be like, oh, and then blah, 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 you know? And, then, yep. and that's what would happen. And, and you never want to do that in a comedy. But um, another thing that, that really upset me about this, and it, he kind of hit it a little bit better in Suicide Squad because there were more characters to balance it out. But everyone in this show is just rude like terrible yeah they're all mean to each other they all yell at each other and curse at each other and call themselves horrible names and i'm not like 
you know, I, I'm clearly, if you listen to this podcast, I'm not the guy who takes offense to, to bad names and shit like that. Right. Like, you know, that's fine. I don't need my movies to be perfectly G rated, but when you're trying to make everything, when it's, it's almost like when you're a kid, right. And you learn how to say fuck and suddenly you want to use it a million times. It just loses the meaning. That's so that's a good way to put it. It's, it's suddenly when everybody's mean and everybody's making jokes and everybody's, you know, cursing and blowing heads off and stuff like that. You're suddenly like, well, this isn't interesting anymore. Yep. Even I the neighbor, the the it, neighbor. But I think it softens. It doesn't though. It the does. neighbor guy without spoilers, you guys know what I'm talking about, right? The old man. Yes. E- even he's a terrible person. <laughs> like <laughs> it's just like, he even says like fuck and stuff. And you're like, that's not what real 80 year olds say. Yeah. But the main unit I'm saying softens and kind of becomes more. It's fun-ish. all very forced. Okay. All right. It's very like one day they wake up and they're friends. It's yeah. I don't I believe disagree. it. And, and, and my, my biggest problem is the the one pov character you're supposed to have isn't peacemaker it's um leota who's played by uh danielle brooks, brooks? Yeah. Yeah. yeah and and you're supposed to really kind of empathize with her in her position and she just kind of like after the first 10 minutes just kind of gets lost in the shuffle and suddenly she's not that pov character and she's just kind of an annoying plot device and and yeah that sucks too and then you get like an injection of fun with vigilante where i'm like thank god because that guy is at least crazy um and and it's it's a little bit better but overall it's what about just, robert patrick what'd you think about robert patrick are you kidding we can't awful. really get into it, it is terrible it it's terrible i thought he was choking <laughs> at certain points like his voice was just kind of I don't know if, if, if they, is that what we can all expect gentlemen, now that we are officially old, that our voices are eventually going to sound like Robert Patrick's someday. Cause there were times where I'm like, I can't understand a word this guy's saying. Well, Mike, we watch, we watch Mayans and he, yeah. he does have a small part occasionally in Mayans and he's fine. He's fine in Mayans. He was okay. in sons occasionally, but it's this, it's just, it's a bad character. It's a completely unlikable character on purpose, obviously, but it's 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 yeah it's bad yeah Yeah, i didn't hate him i thought he was fine (laughs) you agree with his politics no but that you're not supposed to agree with this no no i just you said i didn't hate him i thought he was fine i just thought it was funny no the performance i meant no no his performance is is yeah old man yelling at clouds absolutely and he's supposed to be that but it's just it's so one note there's no dimension to it there's no there's nothing there's nothing beyond as written in one sentence you can describe every character in one sentence on the show and they don't change budget black widow that says everything you need to know about amelia harcourt in this movie in the show so i i want to i want to talk about uh peacemaker as a character because brian brought this up he arguably was one of the more interesting characters in suicide squad because he played off the group pretty well the bag of dicks line is, Mm -hmm. is still you know pretty darn funny yes but Mike, as somebody who enjoyed this, do you feel like you needed eight episodes of this? Oh, no, I I agree that the series is pretty unnecessary, but it's entertaining. You know, I was entertained throughout. I never had an episode where I was like, oh, my God, checking my watch every five minutes. I I thought it was overall pretty well done. It, It felt like a TV show and it felt strung out. So I think you could have done this if you if you had to just done it as like an 
Max movie, but you know, that, that obviously didn't happen, but it, I'm, I'm okay with it being eight episodes, especially depending on how the last episode goes. We'll, I don't know if they're withholding it just because they don't want critics to know everything about it. Or if there's a major twist, I doubt there's a major twist. There's no twist. Um, but yeah, I, I'm entertained by it. Yeah. They, it just, uh, if there's one spoiler, I'll, I'll spoil it for you guys. It's exactly what you think it is. Like the entire show goes exactly where you think it's going to go. It does exactly Great. what you think it's going to do. Great. It's, it's a very much a bummer in that respect. Um, were there any standouts for Brian uh, any any bright spots for you? I mean, I, I did like Vigilante at first, but he overstayed his welcome. I was hoping, you know, like you you mentioned, you know, Polka Dot Man and Suicide Squad. Uh, I think back to Drax. There are certain actors that Gunn is able to bring out the best of, and they usually are a supporting character. And in this, Vigilante was getting there, but just never, never could quite cross the finish line for me. Um and yeah, the core members of the team, I just, none of them, none of them grabbed me. I, I, I've, I finished the episodes and I've already kind of forgotten about some of them. And, and, you know, on a quick tangent here, side characters and also just the whole Peacemaker universe, I understand that there needs to like, okay, this is set in the, the DC extended universe, but when you mentioned the old man before and one of the first things he talks about is batman i'm just like guys why is that such a crutch in these things why are we always like we've got to mention batman or superman at some point so that everybody can be like oh that's right this is in that world like well just, if they exist in the world i mean I, it's pretty I big know, but it's, what about wonder woman who i effed uh <laughs> peacemaker it's that was a cool joke spoilers. right no it's in the trailer oh is it yeah okay it was yeah, I haven't really watched the trailers. I was trying no. to keep as much out of my head as possible. Yeah, but yeah, there there are some blatant like name drops, mm-hmm. um, and and it's just so you can do some silly joke about it. Yeah, um, they are jokes. Yeah, it's don't expect a, a Batman appearance or anything like that. No, and I think really at the end of it all, it's just it's a show that I watched once, you know, that's, that's, <laughs> it's a show that'll be on HBO max and a show that I have already liked, just like those supporting characters completely forgotten about. This really is the perfect supporting character show that <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I, I don't see this catching on. I don't see this going anywhere. Um, and I just see this being another thing to put on John Cena's resume as he kills time before what aren't there two Fast and Furious movies coming out? Yeah, part one in? and part two. I don't know if he's going to be in them. He's also in Argyle, the the Matthew Vaughn movie that's coming out. But that's oh. a Henry Cavill movie. He's not starring yeah. in that. Um, I I agree. I have a question for you, Brian. Mm-hmm. We've watched seven of the eight episodes. Will you watch episode eight? Yes, I, I yes definitely will. Um, you know, I'm, I've gotten this far, but I'm I'm not going into it feeling pumped up at all i'm not even going into it feeling curious and you know with a a show that's good or a show that's bad you get to a point where like i just said if you get to a certain point you've got to finish it if for no other reason even if you're not enjoying it (laughs) just to see how this is going to end up and with this it's like i'm just going to finish it just because i feel like i got to finish it i mean there's one more episode but i'm not psyched to see what's going to happen here (laughs) i don't know that i'm going to finish this season 
Really? Yeah. I, I think the last episode airs like mid-February. Like, I, I can't tell you that. I can't promise that I'll watch it. I just, I don't care at all. I know yeah. how it's going to end. I don't think there are going to be any surprises. I don't expect there to be this like big redeeming thing that's going to make me rethink the entire series. I don't see that happening. I think it's just going to be more the same just with, you know, the Agreed. resolution of the story, which you don't want to see the dance sequence again. <sighs> just so the people know, I hope, I hope HBO max has a feature that you can skip the intro because as you're watching these screeners, you can't skip them. I was happy to watch it every time. Oh, honestly, no. I really, I really, it grew on me every time. No, it was a yeah. chore, man. I just, oh, I was I like it. expecting it. I was like, just get it over with. It was like a dental appointment. I was just like, I know I got to sit through it, but just, I wanted to be See, over. There's the proof right there. It's the real litmus test. Do you like the opening credit sequence? If you don't just turn it off in the first episode, if you do <laughs> stick around, you like it. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and I think it's episode uh, five or six is the joke I laughed at. So if you want to just wait until that comes out, <laughs> takes place in a jail. I'll say that the much. joke. <laughs> yeah. Um, no. But yeah, there's okay. So I don't really. <laughs> I, there's so much I want to say that I can't really say because of spoilers. But I will. I will dance around it a little bit and say that the plot for this was probably the most disappointing aspect of this entire thing for me because I wasn't expecting something that was like you know revolutionary or groundbreaking in terms of plot, but I was expecting some sort of plot. And I, I really think that this, the, the villain of this is the most uninteresting superhero movie villain I've seen in a very long time. Yeah. Am I wrong? No, 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 no. Are you talking? Oh, I can't say the main um, villain. Can, can I say it? And then you can edit it out. Yeah, sure. Uh, are you talking about? Yes. Yes. Okay. <laughs> but are they the villain? Yes. <laughs> Mike, they are. But are they though? Oh my God. <laughs> this is great. <laughs> oh my God. Mike, what's wrong with you? No, I'm just saying there there seems to be good ones and bad ones. I'm sure it's gonna be like some kind of peacemaking thing at the end if you smell yeah. what I'm cooking. Peace. No, no. I mean, okay, for the show to end, that might be the case. But also, I just think it's it's not only is it a an uninteresting villain, but the design is is super stupid. Yeah, that's, and that's it's just it it like you, it takes through all of the end of the fifth episode for you to understand what's actually going on, and that's not me being dumb or dense, but like literally, they have to explain it because they haven't before that. So mm-hmm. you're watching five hours of something. And then you're like, oh, this is the story. Unacceptable. But also it, it's it's very uh James Gunn. He likes he likes sure. to play around with <laughs> Yeah, those. he does. Sure, and, that's fine. Any chance but, he gets, he's gonna introduce some. But f- at, at the beginning of episode six is when you're gonna tell me what's going on. <laughs> Come on, man. Yeah, they do pull the taffy on it. <laughs> yeah, pull the taffy. Uh-huh. Okay, so let's, uh, okay, you guys kind of like gasped at my CW thing. Yeah. I must be crazy because I saw a significant step down in quality as far as the filmmaking. This felt very 
CW TV show to me. Whereas, uh, and I hate doing this because um, as a comic book nerd, I hate when other people do this. But, but you've also stopped watching CW TV shows. Correct. Because they're yeah. bad. <laughs> but I mean, though, uh, that... Don't say that about Superman, my star girl. Superman oh. and Lois, man. I'm on TV. Okay. Superman and All Lois. Right. But I hate comparing Marvel and DC. I really do. Because I don't uh, think it's an apt comparison. But we just had a 2021 where we got like, I don't know, 14 or 15 Marvel TV shows, if I like. Yeah. <laughs> and each one of them, um, maybe what if, because it was animated, but each one of the live action ones felt like there was no significant step down in quality. This, when you watch the Suicide Squad and then you watch this, it feels like this was like them really tightening the bootstraps or, you know, purse strings or whatever and saying like, we've got about four bucks make it work. <laughs> and, and that was really disappointing and shocking for somebody like James Gunn, who is sure he comes from the trauma and indie world, but this is a guy who makes $200 million movies now. And this felt like it was made for like a buck 50. That's all I meant by the CW-ness of it. I, I, I could not agree with you more. There is a, I mean, just. There definitely was a, a lower budget which yes. I didn't necessarily take as a knock against it. I just took as the trappings of TV and what HBO Max was willing to shell out. Um, but I didn't feel like it was detrimental to the show. To it me. felt noticeable to me. Yeah, I noticed. It, yeah, and that's when, when I start focusing on the production design and quality, that's, you lose me. The immersion's gone, The I'm done. Like, that stuff needs to not come into my my frame of reference when watching it. I still show. argue that it's far better than like the CW budget kind of or the looks of those shows. I don't know that it is. <clears throat> um, to to reference who hasn't watched a CW show in a long time. <laughs> well, I mean, for good reason. I I still keep up with them. I still see pictures of these characters and their stupid costumes. And <laughs> and and I'll tell you what, where I almost like I almost like vomited watching the show there was uh one character you get to see in a superhero suit um at the very like towards the end of the season i'll just say that mm. and it looks bad like it looks cosplay bad like not even in in a in a fun way like i'll, I'll say this judo master looks cosplay bad but on purpose mm-hmm this character that I'm talking about does not look like it was on purpose. It's supposed to be super like, holy shit. And it looks bad. And I don't think you can deny that. I mean, it looks, no. it, it looks like a TV. Yeah. Villain, which again, I was just like, yeah, whatever. I'll roll with it. This has John Cena in it, dude. <laughs> like, I'm not saying he's like the biggest actor on the planet, but he did like co-headline a fast and furious movie last year. I, I agree. Like, and I think like the best, the best filmmakers when operating on a limited budget can take an expensive property and do something super unique with it. Like that's why, I mean, I know there are plenty of people who didn't like Ghostbusters afterlife, but to use mm-hmm. that as a recent example, I mean, that's a smaller budget and they were able to make it, you know, work for the, for the most part. And um, it, it's, a, you know, smaller scale sort of adventure, but still there's some creativity there. This, you, you are right. Like there's, there's just nothing, there, there's no substance here. It's like they took the money away and said, okay, you, you, this is your chance to, to really shine, to really, you know, 
to do something really, really interesting. Let's see what you're made of, pal. And, um, and he kind of just scrambled and threw together this thing that, yeah, I, I think about some of the effects and some of the, some of the shots were just like, even, yeah, like the quality just does not resemble anything that- I mean, you, yeah, you, anyway, you take away the, you take away the time, you take away the money. Yeah. And that's, that's what you're going to get, you know, on, but a, then on don't a TV do it. schedule. Then don't do it. There, there we go. <laughs> like if you're sacrificing quality to make this schedule, just don't do it. Nobody yeah, yeah. was, I, nobody I'm was forcing James there. Gunn to do this. This was him saying, this is like my passion project. I want to do it right now. I've got this great story. You guys are going to fucking love it. And it's just like, oh, well, this is what you had. <laughs> let's let's move on a little bit here. Let's look to the future. I think it's clear two of the three of us aren't really into another season of this, but it does seem like season two of this is inev- inevitable, right? Uh, it depends on how it does. I mean, it's, it's going to yeah. be fine. It'll probably happen if James Gunn wants it to happen, though. And he said he wants to do it. Mm-hmm. What this is much like WandaVision in January of last year. This is kind of like the the kickoff of this new sort of model that HBO has or HBO Max has for for franchises where this is like take a popular movie, spin it off with side characters, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And in the comic book side, they're doing this a lot. So the Batman's gonna have Gotham PD in a penguin series. Uh, Justice League Dark's going to happen, Green Lantern Corps, Val Zod, all these are going to happen. So having seen Peacemaker, does it give you high hopes or does it diminish your hopes for any of these new shows? I, I very much, I don't necessarily associate it with, like, I don't think that Peacemaker is going to reflect on how the the Gotham PD show is going to be because that is kind of the under the helm of completely different people. Um, same studio, same people yeah, same making the studio, but still it very different filmmakers and producers. So, I mean, I don't, it's, I don't think it changes my mind as far as like, I mean, we're going to watch all of those things. You know <laughs> what I mean? We're already in the bag for it. So yeah. I'm in either way. I'm hoping it, the, the only thing I'm hoping is that they give like stuff like green lantern core enough budget. Like I'm yes. hoping they get more than a peacemaker budget. This is from Berlanti. Looks bad, if it looks bad, it's going to be rough. This is you Greg Berlanti, the guy bad. who created the Arrowverse. Yeah, that's that's what that's, that's what worries me is that now I now I saw because again, if Marvel last year would have given us a Wandavision that looked like it was you know low budge and badly acted, I'd have been like, uh oh. But they didn't, right? Like the same sort of like care and commitment went into everything. Um, not always great shows, but they they looked good at least, right? Mm-hmm. This looks like a discernible step down for me. And I'm wondering if they're just taking these, these like the Batman, right? And they're saying like, well, we can write a check for Colin Farrell, like they do with John Cena. And we can make a Penguin series and we can slash the budget We'll hire TV people to make it and, you know, people will watch. Yeah. And that's what, that's what concerns me. Yeah. I mean, I think you're going to get mixed results probably if they, they do slash the budget significantly, but I think there are going to be some people that really take that opportunity and make an interesting show out of it. So hopefully we'll get more of that than, you know, uh, CW shows as you would refer to it. (laughs) <laughs> I just the track record is 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 a little questionable for me. Um 
you know, JJ Abrams doing Justice League Dark. Okay, but that just feels like it definitely has the the chance to be something that's completely, you know, like who cares what we do? It's going to be B or C list people and blah blah blah. And then Greg Berlanti is, has proven nothing uh, to me, and I fully expect the Green Lantern Corps to be um, a CW show with curse words. And I hope not. I, I really think it's going to be man. Val Zod, if that ever gets made with Michael B. Jordan, maybe it'll be good just because I believe Michael B. Jordan wants it like really badly. And you got to hope Matt Reeves is going to have some sort of quality control over the Batman spinoffs, but who knows? Who knows? I'm all that to say is I, I don't have high hopes for any of this. They, they really are going to have to, to prove me wrong moving forward. It's going to be what the, the movies are. It's going to be a real mixed bag. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. Um, so I guess, I guess since we can't really get into spoilers again, we're not going to be able to, to spoil what happens. It's not fair to the viewers. So uh, are there any last thoughts, Mike, you have about this? Anything you want to leave the people with? No, it, it's not really a hill I'm looking to die on. It's a fine show. <laughs> I wasn't trying but to set you up for it like you guys yeah. do. <laughs> no, I wasn't trying to set you up for us to be like, you're stupid. No, I, I literally, if there's anything that you want to say go for it no i think i think exactly what i said is is the the litmus test for the show watch the the initial scene and then watch that opening credit sequence if you're completely turned off by that point you don't need to watch anymore and if you do like it then keep going you'll you'll probably enjoy it if for nothing else i think we can all agree john cena is not a good dancer no none of them are but that's purposely so in that sequence Okay, you think it's on purpose, but I don't I do. think I don't think John Cena can dance. I mm. think the dance moves are I think bad. You're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the dance moves are purposefully bad, but I don't think John Cena could even make it. No, look I, I don't fun. think he can dance either. Yeah. Okay. Brian, do you concur? I concur. Mike actually made a very good point that you know, it, it kind of a watch at your own risk sort of thing. Um, yeah. Okay. I don't it's know. like going to the supermarket without a mask. It, it really is. <laughs> 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 it's a very timely <laughs> um yeah i i'm i'm i don't regret watching it but i just to kind of piggyback on what you were saying i mean it, it doesn't it doesn't give me much hope i i guess we'll i'm kind of at the point right now where i'm kind of putting my hands up and saying okay i guess we'll just see what happens next whereas with marvel it's like all right we've still got some gas in the tank here I, I don't even know if they're on fumes at this point. I, I don't, I don't you know. You still haven't Eternals, watched Eternals. Eternals. <laughs> You're going to want to watch that, buddy. Tomorrow's a big day. Tomorrow's oh, it's tomorrow when it hits Disney day. plus. Yes, yes, it is. Yes. Okay. For those listening, this is January 11th when we're, when we're recording. So um, yeah. Okay. We'll, we'll, we'll reconvene after you watch Eternals to see yeah. if you want to take that back, but yeah. more to come. More to come. <laughs> um yeah so i i i think i've talked enough about this i didn't like it it's not for me it should be for me but it's just not for me um james gunn i i really i really hope that when i sit down and watch guardians volume three and the holiday special that i'm not thinking exactly what i think i'm going to be thinking which is oh boy here we go again yeah um (laughs) and i will not probably watch the end of this unless I hear that Batman shows up or something and then I'll watch uh, begrudgingly. <laughs> um, and then uh, I don't care about season two. I, I, I really think James Gunn should move on. Um, 
he, he apparently has a new series on DC or a DC series that he's working on, a mystery series. Um, oh. Hopefully it's not a character I have a, you know, affinity for. You probably um, wouldn't have heard of them at this point. Dude, I've got some deep cuts. I'm telling you, it's, if it's Animal Man, I'm going to lose my shit. I'll just say that. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, it's, yeah, you know, Peacemaker... I think Mike summed it up well. Watch watch that dance sequence. If you laugh your ass off, you're going to really enjoy it. Yep. Um, and also, you are listening to this. You're probably already in the bag. You might not have even seen more than one episode. And you're probably thinking, like, these motherfuckers don't know what they're talking about. Um, <laughs> and if that's you, then you're going to enjoy the hell out of the series. And, and cool, good on you. But You're probably yelling, restore the Snyder Cut. Or yeah. restore the Snyderverse in right. the computer at this point, too. Yeah. Which exactly are really those guys so. no no so um yeah if you're that guy you don't need our opinions you already like it so good for you and <laughs> you probably uh, agree with the villain's point of views more than anything whoa <laughs> <laughs> mike d'angelo with the comments um yeah i don't know about that but um yeah there's there's some some pretty horrible stuff going on in the series um but yeah we'll we'll move on um start of 2022 guys start off on uh on a mixed note um mike is january is, after all i know mike's anxiously awaiting scream um I wait, guys i know I'm we so can't mad they wouldn't send me a screen i know we can't so get screeners mad. for that and unfortunately we can't go to a screening because of covid and blah 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 so uh so maybe january could redeem itself awfully quick we'll we'll see if scream uh does it but uh, we'll be back with more. We'll talk about other fun things. We've got uh, a couple things lined up for January um, specifically, which should be fun. But yeah, thanks for talking Peacemaker, guys. Peace. You're welcome, Maker. Oh, boy. All right. Bye, guys. <laughs> <laughs>